Hey there, it's Therapist Tierra, and it was so good to connect with the individual who wrote the letter last week. In an effort to nibble away at these generational patterns little by little, we talked about considering changing what the writer was watching. Did you get an opportunity to change one television show that's not pouring into your legacy with the show that is pouring into your legacy? Okay, so here's the deal. When we're talking about changing what we watch, it's usually over a span of weeks and even months. You see, change is meant to be uncomfortable. And if adjusting your legacy is an easy breezy process, then you're probably patting your legacy rather than cutting off portions for the purpose of change. You see, change is meant to be uncomfortable. Remember that. Oftentimes, during my sessions, I give my clients the visual of the germination process. You've got this little seed that's placed in this cold, wet, dark place. It literally has to break its outer shell and then have the audacity to push up, 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 out of the dirt and into the sun. You think that happens overnight? Probably not. You know, there's a lot of uncomfortableness, if that's even a word, going on with that seed. There's worms, there's glass. It's just uncomfortable and it's a process, but it breaks something for the purpose of beauty. Okay? Okay, so judging by some of the feedback I've received, some of y'all are doing pretty good. If you're new to this session, wonderful. Listen to some of the past sessions and get started. Hear my heart. Everyone is in a different place, okay? But it's my hope that this week's session will help to motivate you to kick into gear with breaking generational patterns little by little. Okay, so I'm totally about to date myself. But do y'all remember the song? What about your friends? Will they stand their ground? Will they let you down again? <laughs> Yo, TLC used to sing that song and I enjoyed their music so much that back in the day, my friends and I, we dressed up as TLC for a Halloween school dance. Hmm, friends though, what does that term really mean? I've worked with so many different clients that label friends as something different. Everybody has a different meaning. Huh, we're gonna talk a little bit about that today. that your heart can dictate the specifications of how you label the word friend? You may be a codependent friend and not even realize it. Or you may have a friend that's codependent and not even realize it. That tends to make for a sticky situation when one person in a codependent friendship gets healthy. Okay, so when the ham sandwich is codependent, According to Mental Health America, codependency is a learned behavior that can be passed down from one generation to another. It is an emotional and behavioral condition that affects an individual's ability to have a healthy, mutually satisfying relationship. 
It's also known as relationship addiction because people with codependency often form or maintain relationships that are one-sided, emotionally destructive or abusive. Codependents find it hard to be themselves. Okay, so you may be you may be saying to yourself, okay, Tierra, but what does codependent look like? <laughs> you already know, we about to talk about that. Codependents feel the need to solve another's problems. The codependent believes that their help is needed. They feel that the person in need cannot manage to make the right decisions or take the right actions to solve their own problems. Okay, so what does this look like? You got an individual who might say, oh, sheesh, how am I going to get to work? The codependent listener says, oh my goodness, I can take you to work. I'll take you to work. How about this? I'll take you to work Monday through Friday so that you don't have to worry about that anymore. Okay, the other person did not ask at all for any assistance, but the codependent person felt the need to insert themselves and be overly helpful. That's a small example. Another example is they tend to confuse love and pity with the tendency to love people they can pity and rescue. So a codependent person is typically rescuing all the time. A tendency to do more than their share all of the time. An example of that is, oh, I'll babysit your three kids um, eight weekends in a row and you won't have to watch mine. Oh, I'll feed them and you don't have to pay me or give me anything. Even though internally this codependent person is like, oh, man, how are we going to um, feed all of these kids? Or The least that they could do is give me a little something. Well, you just overextended yourself as the codependent person. Codependency, codependents also have a tendency to become hurt when people don't recognize their efforts. So they want the pat on the back, you know, but the other person may be saying, oh, I didn't ask for your support. I didn't ask for your help. <laughs> okay. That's just a small example. Oh, I'm, I'm about to provide some more. Codependents are hyper aware of other people's problems and the needs in their form of caretaking. They're controlling, advice giving, and over worrying about others the majority of the time. Codependents are demanding, controlling, and are perfectionists. You want things done in a certain way and may resort to telling others what to do and how to do it. Codependents are hypercritical of others because they don't often live up to your high expectations. Your high expectations also make it hard for you to ask for or accept help from others. Codependents are stressed out or anxious when things don't go exactly and perfectly as planned. They're hyper-focused on predictability, structure, and certainty. Things you probably didn't have in your own childhood. Codependents are self-critical. They have unrealistic expectations. Self-talk is often harsh about themselves and they typically point out their own imperfections and mistakes. They can't accept a compliment. Their self-criticism is a result of their own low self-esteem. And honestly, they more than likely received that within their childhood. 
Codependents are people pleasers. They're afraid to upset or disappoint others, but this can lead to overextending themselves as a result, becoming overly exhausted. Codependents are just dependable and responsible. People can always count on them, but they do feel guilty when they don't follow through. Even when they're sick in the bed, they still feel guilty. Codependents have some serious boundary issues. They have trouble speaking up for themselves and saying no. Sometimes they allow people to mistreat them or take advantage or even take their kindness for weakness because they don't want other people to hurt. They don't want to let other people down. Codependents typically, well, every time I've seen it, ignore their own feelings and needs. They're often suppressing them and denying themselves or numbing them. This occurs on the conscious level. Now, this is just a few, okay? But can you relate to any of the things that I mentioned as it relates to codependence? Okay, so I know that that was a lot, but I want to encourage you to understand that if you check the majority of those boxes, hear my heart, you are not responsible for what occurred in your childhood. It's not your fault. You are not to blame for what caused you to become or have those codependent characteristics. They're typically formed when one parent is struggling with maybe an intense mental illness or um, addiction, things like that. And a child has to take the parental role, uh, a lot of responsibility. Oh, we have to make sure everything's perfect before company comes over so that the image of the family is not uh, destroyed or what happens in this house stays in this house. So we're gonna paint this beautiful picture of of perfection. Um, The reality of it is, is that you were learning how to be perfect. You were learning how to control things. You were learning that, but that wasn't healthy. And one of the only ways or primary ways to break those patterns and learn healthy boundaries and restructure your thinking is getting professional help. Now you might be saying, oh my gosh, Tierra, you say this every week, okay? But hear my heart. Now, Think about it like this. If you're going to the people that you're supporting and saying, oh, I think I want to get help. Of course, they're not going to be like on the bandwagon with you getting healthy. Okay, because you're the one providing transportation. You're the one providing childcare. You're the one that is giving money. You're the helpful one. You know, but the reality of it is, is what is that doing to you? You matter. Okay. All right. I'll back off. (laughs) Okay, so this week's homework assignment is going to be easy breezy. I want to encourage you to Google, am I codependent, comma, assessment. There are hundreds of assessments all over the internet to help you to identify whether or not you fall into this category. They're typically yes or no questions, and I think max is 30. So um, definitely do that and... 
let me know. Give me some feedback on uh, what you came up with. And, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll address some of your questions at our next session. Have a good week, guys. Hey there. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, definitely share it with your friends. Encourage them to link arms with you in breaking generational patterns. It actually works better if you're doing it with a friend. (laughs) If you're looking for me, you can totally find me on Instagram at Therapist Tierra or Twitter at Therapist Tierra. I look forward to hearing from you. Bye.